Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back to Talking Golf with Ann Liguori. And it is my honor to welcome in the one and only the extraordinary Bernhard Longer, who at the age of 65 years, 10 months and five days, became the winningest player on the PJ Tour champions, surpassing Hale Irwin by winning a 46th title. Congratulations, Bernhard, and welcome to Talking Golf. Thank you, Anne. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, I'm, I'm thrilled and excited of uh, what has happened the last 15 years or so. Well, you've won a record 12 senior major championships, and it's like fine wine. You just get better with age, right? <laughs> we all like to improve, right? And golf is one of those games um, where I truly believe you can still get better in your 50s and even in your 60s. You probably... We'll lose a little bit of distance, maybe a little bit of strength, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, flexibility, but you can make up by that uh, mentally or technically or just work on your short game a lot and can still improve your, your game and your score. So what do you think has been the key to your longevity, your consistency that has led to your winning ways? Well, I, I think there's many parts of it. Uh, it's like a puzzle. Uh, the, the important thing is you need to be healthy uh, because if you're not, you can't swing or play or, or even participate. And then it's obviously a big thing is the desire, to still have the desire to work on your game, to go to the fitness center, work out on a daily basis, to just go out there and grind away, um, even though you've been doing it for 45 years. <laughs> it's uh, not always easy, but uh, I love the game of golf. I love to compete, so it, it becomes second nature to me. The other thing I think is uh, my technique has gotten better, um, so I hit more good shots and less what we call double crossers, left-left, right-right. Um, uh, I hit more fairways, more greens in regulation, which gives me more birdie putts, less chance for bogeys and double bogeys. Um, and just having good people around you, having a great caddy, a good coach, a good manager, a family that supports you. So you can, you can see there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle to make it all, all work. And it's, it's a, it's thin air up there. You know, I always say the, Champions Tour is really the only tour in the world over 50s that is worthwhile playing. There's other tours in Europe, but the prize money is so low, you can hardly make a living. 
and so everybody comes to America. We have the best from all over the world, the best Europeans, the best South Africans, Australians. You call it, they're going to be here if they have game. And there's only 80 guys teeing it off on a weekly basis. So that makes all 80 players actually very good, very competitive. And there's thousands in the waiting list to, you know, to get a spot or two when there's only 80 available. Your passion is obvious. As you said, you have to have that passion and it has to continue, you know, throughout your 50s and 60s, discipline and your enthusiasm for the game. You just, and you, and the hunger to win to, and as you say, to continue to work as hard as you do, that work ethic is you've always had that. Yeah, I've been blessed. I think I grew up with two parents who had to work extremely hard. And I grew up in that for several years watching them. And it kind of became second nature. And it was kind of drilled into me. You know, whatever you do, do it to your best capability. Give it 100% or more. And so that's just was always part of my life. And it just turned into my golf game as well. And to think that your first of two major titles, having won two Masters titles, the first one you won in 1985, was 38 years ago. Just incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite amazing that it's been that long. And uh, I'm very blessed and fortunate to have had that kind of career because that's a hard thing to do in golf, to have longevity. It's so easy to have an injury or, you know, to lose your confidence, to not be exempt anymore. And all of a sudden, you know, within a span of a few months, you're done and it's difficult to to fight your way back. So how do you think your game, you know, compares now to, to then when you won the, the two Masters titles? Well, it's interesting question and I often thought about it. Uh, what is different, if anything, and, and I guess I think I won my two masters with a persimmon driver and a steel shaft and a ballada ball. So <laughs> I think uh, through the equipment and through my improvement of maybe my technique, I think I'm a better driver of the golf ball now than I was in my 20s, 30s and 40s. But um, on the other hand, I think I I was always a fairly good iron player. I always had good imagination and hand-eye coordination and all that kind of stuff. So that probably hasn't changed a great deal. And uh, I may be a little bit unique in in terms of putting, which is really the most important part of the game. I I had years when I was maybe the best putter, and I've had years when I was the worst, and and most of the years somewhere in between. And that's a difficult thing. I've had the yips four times in my life, and that was very, very tough to to keep competing when you're making more putts than shots. But uh, I, I think it always helped me to have that perseverance. And obviously, my faith in God has helped me greatly to go through the difficult times, uh, understanding that I am not in control, but God is in control over the whole picture. And then that there, it's not life and death. There's more important things uh, in in life than playing golf or playing it successfully. So it, I kept it in perspective most of the time, which which I think helped me in the good and the bad times. Perspective is so important. And you had mentioned the yips. 
How does one get over that? Obviously, if you're playing as long as you've played on your level, you're, you're, you're bound to perhaps experience that. But, you know, in major competitions that you play in, it has to just be devastating when you, when you do get the yips. How do you overcome that? Yeah, that was, those were hard times. And, um, you know, there was the odd day when I questioned, should I do anything else? Uh, but uh, I pretty much uh, was blessed to have my faith and give it all over to God. And literally, there was one, one or two times in my life when I said, God, if you want me to do something else, just let me know. I'm willing to give this up. I didn't want golf to become my God and my most important thing in life. And surely he's helped me through a different putting grip or just taking a break for a week or two or just get away from it and put it all in perspective. Uh, he helped me to overcome it and become a pretty good putter again. What do you have to do differently now in your mid-60s to prepare that you perhaps did not do when you won those two Masters titles? Yeah, it's uh, my body can't take uh, beating hundreds and hundreds of balls anymore so i actually practice less on the driving range i still probably put the same amount of practice into my putting and short game um, but i certainly spend more time stretching and working out and also more time resting recuperating to be able to have the energy uh, you know for the next day what's your diet like don't talk about it. It's not a, non. <laughs> it's what? Non-existent. My diet. I'm. Uh, I always say I'm on the seafood diet. Whatever I see, I eat, and I see a lot of dessert. So let's not go there. So nutrition is and diet is overrated in in your book, I guess. Um, but I understand that your mother recently turned 100 years old. Yeah, I just actually an hour ago, I went to visit her and she will be 100 on August 4th. So in about uh, a week or two. And uh, yeah, it's amazing that um, she's hanging in there. She always said, if I can't work anymore, I don't want to live. And she's not doing very well. She had a concussion many years ago and uh, is bedridden, full-time care. Mm -hmm. So she hasn't worked in a number of years, but she's still hanging on and hanging in there. And um, yeah, I think I have her genes. So I don't know how old I'm going to get, but uh, very blessed to have had good parents. God bless her. That's just incredible. And, and she can share in your success. She must be so very, very proud of you all these years. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm sure she was like all parents are, you know, proud of their kids and what they do and, and their achievements. So I understand you played on 10 Ryder Cup teams. That's just phenomenal, winning five times. And you were actually a captain of uh, the European team in 2004 that was victorious. What are your thoughts on the Ryder Cup this year? It's coming up uh, end of September, early October at Marco Simone in Rome, Italy. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. But um, I guess more uh in detail, Sergio Garcia, who's just such a great Ryder Cup player, his record's so great. I know he resigned from the DP World Tour and won't play. Is that, I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite up to date with who is allowed to play and who is not. And if it's up to the captains to pick the lift players or not. 
So I'm uh, I'm not 100% sure of uh, the latest thing, especially with all the developments that have happened lately. But uh, put that aside, I think it will be a thrilling match no matter what, uh, because both continents can, you know, uh, put a team together of 12 guys that are very compelling and, and great players. And I know last time the Europeans lost pretty badly. Um, I don't think that will happen again to that extent, but I'm aware the Americans have an extremely strong team, but playing away from home always makes it harder. And you're just so pro PJ Tour champion, setting all these records and playing, you know, such having such a long career. Just your overall thoughts, Bernhard, on this proposed agreement between the PJ Tour and uh, the Saudi uh, PIF, Public Investment Fund. Yeah, I think to many of us, it became it, it, it was like a shock when we heard the announcement uh, because of all the statements that we heard and each side kind of ducked their digging in and, uh, you know, throwing their arguments at the other side. Uh, it, I didn't see it coming, tell you the truth, not that quickly. Uh, looking back, I wish... They would have had to come to an agreement three years ago when when they threatened with the lift tour and and probably needed more time to think this through and work it through and maybe nobody thought it would truly happen the way it did happen. But uh, hopefully in another two years from now we look back and say, well, this was a good move and we can exist together or coexist or whatever and it's better for the game of golf because what we have right now is a lot of division and not very good you signed with tour edge clubs in 2021 and i know my friend david glad the uh, president and founder of tour edge is so proud to have you represent their brand i guess it's been a win-win right absolutely they make a wonderful product uh i'm blessed to be a part of their family, the Tourage family, their family-owned business out of Chicago, and they're trying very hard, and they're, they're doing great. Uh, they've been around for 35 years, and they're getting better and better. What do we, as we all age, what, what is your advice on what we should be doing on and off the golf course to stay young physically and mentally? Well, I think there's Two things. Uh, I think faith is extremely important. Uh, faith in God. I'm a Christian and have been for many years now, and I know how important that has been to me and how much it has helped me uh, on a daily basis. Uh, secondly, I would think uh, exercise is very important. And uh, I don't mean <clears throat> it doesn't have to be strenuous or, you know, three hours in the fitness center or whatever, but I think we were created to move, to use our muscles, to use our joints, and we become a sedentary nation in many ways where we sit too many hours and don't move anymore. You know, a uh, hundred years ago, we didn't all have cars and this and that. We were walking to places. We were riding a bicycle and, and this and that. Nowadays, uh, it's just too easy uh, to sit in front of the television or in front of the computer and we sit and sit and sit and we don't move anymore and many of us become obese or just don't burn the calories that we should uh, so my uh, suggestion is keep moving do something every day for several hours where 
you get oxygen uh, in your body and you, you get the blood flowing, uh, get the toxins out and, you know, stay reasonably fit and healthy. That is such good advice. And as we get older, we have to stretch and move even more, I think, to just uh, stay fit and uh, continually to keep your mind and, and body in good shape. What's in your mind now? You have more goals, obviously. What do you have to do yet that you haven't accomplished? Because I know you think about this stuff. <laughs> um, not really, but I, I still enjoy eating and, and playing good golf. Um so the goal is, yeah, to win more tournaments. You know, it's to maybe go to 50. Um, who knows? It's I understand it's harder and harder because the majority of the guys on the Champions Tour hit the drives longer than I do. And distance has become very important. But there's other aspects to the game where I may be better than them and make up for my lack of distance. So I, I still enjoy being out there. I may play a couple of tournaments less the next couple of years, but I'm still playing a full schedule. I mean, I'm playing more tournaments than Tiger Woods and Nicholas have ever played. Uh, I've I played 25 tournaments a year and have done for 40 years or more. So it's uh, it's time to maybe reduce it to 18 or 20, uh, pick the best ones and enjoy my grandkids and, and family. And you're soon to be 66 years young. Well, continued success, Bernhard, and thanks again for being on Talking Golf. Thanks, Anne. Appreciate it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.